When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recording right away. Did you see Brett Gardner's home run? Did you see it? I was in the middle of my fantasy draft, but absolutely. And the crowd, electric, Michael K, ecstatic, just beautiful stuff all around. Did you record your Guardy Party video already? Yeah, I already did. Oh my God, I didn't see it. How dare you? You didn't even tag me in it. Was I supposed to? I never have before. No, I don't think so, but I didn't see it yet. So that's on you. That's the underpreparedness for this podcast. It's all Allison's fault. It's true. I had a busy, busy day today, guys. I'm just going to be candid with you. I had to work and then I had therapy and then I had this football draft and now I'm doing this. So I'm tired. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was yelling at me because I was like, I'm in the shower. And they're like, doesn't matter. You're supposed to record a guardy party video. I was wearing a towel. It's fine. You recorded a guardy party video in the shower, Allison? (laughs) dedication oh my god dedication to the craft yeah i mean that was that was huge because i was just about ready to hop on the podcast and be like you know what yankees kind of suck again kind of suck well i mean they still they still do yeah still still kind of a fact you know it's still just a tie game right now so we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the game maybe the yankees still suck but i was just gonna you know politely remind the listeners that the last time we recorded the yankees were on a 13 game winning streak uh, I said we we're probably going to lose right away. And since I said that, the Yankees have only lost. They have only lost games, except the one I went to with Josh last week, which was a fun time. Great time. I was going to say, I think they've been about two and eight in their last 10 or something along those lines. Very embarrassing. Yeah, it um, sounds about right. I mean, we lost two or three to the Orioles, the Orioles, mm-hmm. Allison. And even in that Friday game, the one I went to, the one they actually won, we needed 11 innings. Do you know what time I got home, Allison? Like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. I got home from that game. All because yeah, we needed you're 11 innings to beat the youngin. I'm you a youngin. I do not bounce back. I can guarantee you I do not bounce back. I accomplished nothing on Saturday. Absolutely nothing. And I didn't really accomplish anything on Sunday either. And come to think of it, since that game, I haven't really accomplished anything at all. It's been about a week. So... <laughs> Well, all I know is that we talked about the winning streak and I said this, and I'm going to also chalk their losing streak up to this as well. I basically said, they're probably going to lose one game, probably two, maybe three, but if it gets more than three, it's got to stop. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't stop it. Just rolling downhill right now. No, it was bad. Yeah. So let's look at since since the Oakland series, let's say we recorded after that Friday win, 8-2 mm-hmm. win. Okay. Since then, loss, 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 win against the Angels, win against the Orioles, loss, 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 loss. And now we're tied against the Blue Jays right now, who very quietly have become the 
favorites for that second wild card spot besides the Red Sox who are in it right now. They've they've outpaced the Oakland Athletics. They've outpaced the Seattle Mariners. Who knows how the Seattle Mariners have stayed in the race this long? But all of a sudden, it's an AL East matchup. It's the Rays. They have the AL East pretty much locked up. I'm not worried about the division anymore. I'm worried about home field advantage for the wild card game. That's important. But I don't really feel great about playing the Red Sox who have just demolished us pretty much for the entire year or the Blue Jays who have also been demolishing us for pretty much the entire year. And it's bad. It's we're in a bad spot right now. Even if we get to that wild card game, I feel like if we're playing a road game, we're going to lose. Yep. I mean, it's definitely super easy to think that way, especially with how they've been playing recently. And just the fact of the matter is the Yankees against the Blue Jays is never fun to watch. Blue Jays are a good team. never had fun. Great team. And I also have to give credit to Robbie Ray, who, you know, last year when Yankee fans were clamoring for Robbie Ray, here I was saying, you know what? I don't know if Robbie Ray is really like that dude. I mean, he's a good pitcher. I'd put him at the back end of a rotation, but I don't know if he gets you to like that next level. Like he's your number two starter behind Garrett Cole. Went and proved me wrong right away. All of a sudden, he's the favorite for the Cy Young above Garrett Cole. So... Good job, James. Really got that one. Nailed that one. I told you. Yeah. And we had the scary situation with Garrett Cole yesterday when he left Mm -hmm. the game early with a hamstring issue. He seems pretty confident that it's no big deal. But at this stage of the season, I'm going to start like getting really worried about these things because it's if you have to go down for 10 days, do you get enough rehab work in? Are you sharp enough Mm -hmm. when the when the playoffs come? If we're in a one game playoff, is Garrett Cole at 100 percent a month from now? Fucking better be. They fucking better be right, right. Exactly. And I mean, we were talking about this too, when, when the Red Sox were, you know, in that first wild card position. Oh no. Yeah. You did I, it again. I'm James. sorry. I'm sorry. You did it again. They didn't score. They didn't score. Andrew Velasquez just, he, he tried to go a little too fancy on a, on a ball. He probably should have just eaten and he barehanded it coming in. Didn't get a good grip on it. Air mailed it to first Simeon got the second base. Simeon was there anyway. He was there by like three steps. So just poor defensive play. You know what? Marcus Simeon will be the bane of my existence because this man. He's so good. He's so good. I can't believe that that nobody gave him a, a big contract after last year with Oakland. This man is on my boyfriend's dad's fantasy keeper league or whatever. Um, so every time I go to their house, they just happen to be playing the blue Jays. So he's a Red Sox fan. So he's always like, Oh, let me turn on this game. And I'm like, of course they're losing. See how Marcus Simeon's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's been killing us this week. And then I say this week, what is this? The third game against the blue Jays this week? Yes. I feel like Marcus Simeon's been hitting against us for two weeks straight. And he's yeah, just he probably he's having has. a great year. He's having a great year and you know, credit to him. I mean, he didn't really get a lot of offers coming out of Oakland. Didn't have a great 2020 season after a borderline 2019 MVP. And he showed us wrong. He showed us all wrong. We did talk about him. We said he was an option at the shortstop position. So absolutely. I didn't love him for that spot anyway. But now Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that I was wrong about that, too, that we went out and (laughs) did get Marcus Simeon. And we would you know what I saw today? A stat that that makes me really sad, but it's going to make you like kind of bittersweet, happy, sad. Brett Gardner has more home runs this year than Glaber Torres. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's unacceptable. Second of all, good for Brett Gardner. He's doing his thing. He's still doing his thing out here. Brett Gardner is quietly doing his thing. He also hit that home run on a 3-2 count, and he smoked it. Oh, yeah. I think a 120 weighted runs created plus since the start of August. It's pretty good. 
It's pretty good. It's his, it's his birthday month, the month of August. So he kind of was like, you know what? Let me step it up a little bit. I'm getting older. Yeah, that'll be nice. If if Brett Gardner is the is the fuel that makes the Yankees train keep moving in the month of September, just limping into the playoffs and finally just get to that wild card game, see what happens, get to the next series, see what happens. I just I don't want to fall into a situation where one, we're playing a road game for the wild card game, or mm-hmm. two, we're not even in the wild card game anymore because mm-hmm. we couldn't beat the Boston Red Sox and Toronto Blue Jays. Right. We have a lot exactly. of games against both of them still for the rest of the year. I think I, I got to look at the schedule again for the Yankees, but I think we play the Blue Jays maybe two more times and the Red Sox one more time. I got to double check that because that's, you know, that's where those games are going to come from. If you don't play well in those games. Yeah, we have Toronto right now. Uh, and then we have one more series each, each against them after this. So say Toronto wins both of these games. Where does that put the wild card? They are two back of the Boston Red Sox right now. Say they beat us in these two games. They get a four-game sweep on us. We're half a game above them in the wild card. And we still have to play another series against them this year. And the Red Sox are also there. We have to play another series against them too. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be borderline the most chaotic month of my entire life. The Padres are going through the same thing too. Quite honestly, don't you kind of say that every year? Yeah, but at this point in the season, like there's a pretty good idea of like, all right, maybe the Yankees aren't going to win the division this year, but we're pretty comfortable in our wild card spot. We have enough of a lead where we, we you know, we're going to get a home game or, or we're not really worried about the next team behind us. And it just feels like this year, it's like, can you please just, just keep hanging on, keep hanging on, please. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. They're literally in survival mode every single day. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's. They're never on top of things. They really aren't. It doesn't have that. Our bullpen is decimated. Even, you know, Zach Britton wasn't good all year, but apparently he was injured pretty much the entire year. So that's not good. You lose your setup, man, for let's say the entire season, basically. Jonathan Loisega goes down. Hopefully he comes back in time to get a little bit of work in before the playoffs. I think he should be fine for a playoff series. He can give us two innings a day. And Aroldis Chapman... Sometimes he gets the results. Sometimes he doesn't. But no matter what, he's going to make you stress about it. And who else do we have behind that? Is Clay Holmes our next most consistent pitcher besides Chad Green? But even Chad Green lately, it's just the, the curveball slider, whatever he throws, is the breaking ball is just not working for him lately. So he only has the fastball. And you need two pitches to dominate hitters. So Chad Green hasn't been that great lately. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Yeah. I mean, especially the Loisega injury is a huge, huge, huge problem for the oh, Yankees. He's, he's the best reliever we have mm-hmm. hands down better than Aroldis yep. Chapman. I would say no competition, no competition. And he can give you multiple innings. If you need him to throw seven and eight, he can do that. There was a, a game a few weeks ago. I remember Garrett Cole threw seven strong innings and Jonathan Loisega came in for the eighth. I was like, leave him in, leave him in for the eighth mm-hmm. and the ninth. Don't mess around with Aroldis Chapman today. Just let Jonathan Loisa uh, uh, slam the door shut on this because I want to win today. I, I would like to have a win today, and I would like to not spend the entire ninth on inning shitting my pants about whether Araldis Chapman has his mechanics right today. Right, exactly. No, he's been by far the star of the bullpen this entire season. And so obviously it was a huge loss. And actually, I got it from that uh, Loisa gang group chat. And I was yes. like, yes this can't be real. This can't be real. And then the tweet showed up. I'm like, Oh my God, it's real. It's real. 
You know what happened to me in that group chat, which I'm probably never going to forgive it for. Somebody put in that group chat. Also, shout out to the Loisa Gang group chat started by Max Greenfield. Uh, someone put in that group chat a fake Yankees account. Like somebody changed their avatar and changed their name to say the Yankees have DFA'd Andrew Heaney and uh, called Luis Heal up to the major league roster. And I didn't read the other messages surrounding it that were all like, I don't understand why people do this. Like, why, why would you go out of your way to like trick people on Twitter? Like what kind of joy are you getting from that? I missed that whole conversation. So all I saw was like a half screenshot. Like I didn't see the at or anything. It just looked like the Yankees DFA'd Andrew Heaney and called up Louis Seal. And I was so excited. I was so excited. I even texted the producer of the radio show. And I was like, you know what? I kind of feel bad for Andrew Heaney, but like, fuck that guy. I hate Andrew Heaney. He is the worst. And then he texts me back. Like, what are you talking about? And I looked at the tweet again. And I'm like, damn it. You got bamboozled. I got bamboozled. <laughs> that is, I will say that is the first time I have ever been bamboozled. And I blame the Louisa gang group chat for it, for not just saying straight away like this is bullshit well they kind of did but i skimmed over it but they should have added me they should have added me and be like james don't believe this don't text the producer of the radio show and say you're sad for andrew heaney but you're happy he's gone forever i mean how are they supposed to know exactly what you're gonna do james do we have to do know. that every single time i don't know they should they should be aware be aware that i'm easily fooled apparently Oh man. Oh, the Blue Jays are winning again. Mm -hmm. I missed I missed how that run scored. Oh, okay. No problem. Just a uh, a single to the opposite side of the field, you know. Fuck that. All right. The Yankees stink again. The Yankees stink again. We're losing. We need another Brett Gardner homer to win this game because apparently no one else is going to do anything today. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you'd be plenty happy with I'd that. I'd be excited for it. I was actually I was so mad that he hit that homer when he did because I knew that you had the fantasy draft and we were planning on recording at nine o'clock. And I was like, if Allison didn't have that fantasy draft today, we could have gotten a, the first live guardy party of all time on the podcast. That We've been never so had a live epic. one. We've never had a live one. And I was like, oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. I, mean, I think I think I would have had to pause the podcast. too. We would have had to stop recording so that like we, we could post that and, and get it out. And then we'll just start recording again. Oh man, what just, a bummer. It almost reminds me of my favorite all-time Brett Gardner home run. Can you guess what that home run was? Chicago Cubs. Mm -hmm. Yep. The Chicago yep. Cubs game at Wrigley Field. That was a great one. That was that's premium Brett Gardner. I right there. literally remember exactly. I was on the treadmill. I was running. <laughs> I was running after work because it was an afternoon game. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna run inside because it's still a little cold out. It was like what April, May. And, um, so I'm running on the treadmill and it happened and I had to like, I almost fell off. I had to stop myself. And I was like, Oh my God, is it gone? Is it gone? And then I sat there crying because it was so amazing. Yeah. The Yankees were dead that day too. They were the mm -hmm. entire offense was dead all day. And it's one of those games in like, like mid August, you just chalk it up. Like, all right, like you can't win them all. And clearly the offense didn't show up to play today, whatever that ninth inning, here comes Brett Gardner. Like, no, we're winning now. It's three to two, two outs, three, two count. Just. Oh my God. Yeah. I already oh had God. it. I already had it penciled into the loss column and here comes Brett Gardner. Like hold your horses there, James. Hold on one second. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, something else super cool happened today. Yes, the biggest news of the day in Yankee land. 
Yes. Derek Jeter inducted into the Hall of Fame. I love it. I love it. It felt like the culmination of my childhood. It really did. I have yet to watch all of, I've like saved all of the recap videos because I've been so busy at work. Um, So I I have yet to watch his speech, but I heard it was really good and just heartwarming and just for a a longtime Yankees fan who grew up watching Derek Jeter. That is all I could ever ask for. Yes. And he he did call out the one writer that didn't vote for him. Obviously, we don't know who that writer is because that coward chose to remain anonymous while they, yeah, probably Phil Mushnick. God, I hate Phil Mushnick. And it it, it just makes no sense because it's like once Mariano got 100%, the door's open. Mm -hmm. The door's open. We don't have to pretend like there's some like elite tier of guys who are worthy of getting the 100%. No, you're a Hall of Famer. Or you're not a Hall of Famer. And that's, we do this every offseason where I go on like a, a 20 minute rant about my thoughts on the Hall of Fame and how it's bullshit that you guys go from like 25% to 75%. So I really, half of the writers changed their minds this year. Half of them were like, you know what? Maybe this guy is a Hall of Famer. No, that's bullshit. I hate it. I hate it so much. Whatever. Besides, besides the point, once Mariano opened the 100% door, there's no reason that anybody should have voted no on Derek Jeter. And mm-hmm. I am not here. For the people who spent all day saying he was an overrated defender. I don't care. I don't care if he was an overrated defender. I don't care if he was the worst defensive shortstop of all time. He was so good offensively that he was one of the best overall shortstops of all time. Don't care if he was not a great defender. He made the plays, though. I mean, he basically started the the jump throw you know yeah, that that's that the thing it wasn't it wasn't like he was missing play 